Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'm going to begin with um, Amos 3 7, verse 1. Listen to this word that the Lord has spoken against you people, sons, and children of Israel, against the whole family he brought out of Egypt. I have chosen you for a special relationship, only you, out of all the families of the earth. So I will punish you for all your sins. Two people cannot walk together unless they have agreed to do so, to go and to walk in the same direction with the same purpose the same agenda. A lion in the forest does not roar unless he has caught an animal or a prey. It does not growl in its den when it has caught nothing. A bird will not fall into a trap where there is no bait. The trap will not spring shut if there is nothing to catch. When a trumpet blows a warning in a city, do the people listen? Do the people tremble? When trouble or disaster comes to a city, the Lord has caused it. The Lord has caused it. Before the Lord does anything, He will reveal before, the, before Yahweh Sabaoth, the, the Lord of the hosts of His armies does anything. He reveals His plans, His intention, his purposes to his servants, the prophets. The lion has roared, which is a sound of coming judgment. He tell, and who, when the lion roars, who would not be afraid? Who would not pay attention? 
the Lord has spoken, who will not prophesy? I begin with these verses because of the war, and it is a war in Israel. God is speaking. God is speaking clearly to Israel, to the seven churches, the lampstands of God, to the world. The lion has roared. I'm going to go to Isaiah chapter 46. Now, the war that is taking place is a warning to the children of Israel that they must return to their God. Only their God is going to get them the victories that they need against these enemies. The Christians, the believers in the seven lampstands also are being warned that we also are it at war. We are in a spiritual war. It is no different than the war that Israel is fighting with bullets, with tanks, with aircraft. We believers are also being attacked. We are at war with spiritual forces. We have to accept the fact that God is speaking not to Israel only, but to the lampstands of God. Also, God is speaking to the nations. He's speaking to the people of the world. And the people of the world are listening. They know that this war and the problems internationally in America, Europe, all the continents, all the peoples, something has changed. The people of the world are listening. They know that these hardships that are, have begun with this in, in America, the lawlessness in this country, lawlessness, no justice. This is speaking to the American people that the judges and the administration that we are presently under, the American people, there is injustice on both sides of the political parties, Republican, Democrat. Because of this, the people that are not believers, they know that something has changed. They're paying attention. The children, the, the, the Christian people of these three groups of people, Israel, the churches of God, and the children of the world, the children that are believers, born-again people, 
is a group of people that is paying the least attention. We are not, in America especially, we, because we live in a land of ease, a land of abundant, abundance, everything, we aren't, we're still basically the jewel of the world. We can travel. If you have the finances, you can buy anything you want. The land of ease, America. But also a land of vanity, a land of babble. We speak great things, we babble, we're vain, we are weak spiritually. This nation has more psychiatrists than any nation in the world. If you go into college and you get into the psychiatric world, you will, you will do well because as a nation, we are a people that is psychologically unhealthy. And the Christian people, especially, the pastors of the land don't like to address the psychological condition of the Christian people in this country. We are blind, we're wretched, we're naked, we're miserable, we're poor, according to Revelation chapter 3 to the church in Laodicea. I'm talking about the Christian people. And the nation as a whole is also psychologically unhealthy. We are the great land of a spirit that I term narcissism, arrogance, pride, a narcissistic spirit. And there is a nation in the Bible that is presents the thought of a society of ease, a society that is psychologically unhealthy, a nation of people that are arrogant. And the more wealth generally people have, the more arrogant they become. The more education an individual uh, uh, the more education, the more arrogant. They know everything. But they forget the base, basic things of life. Humility. You can have wealthy people that have a... that are very humble. Educated people, very humble. But... It is a curse upon a land when you have everything that you could ever want 
and have no humility. And that spirit of narcissism in this land, in this nation, especially in positions of authority, even in the body of Christ, especially, this spirit is destructive. King David, in the Psalms, he said that he is just a speck of dust. That's humility. He's the king of Israel. He's the king leading a great nation. And he views himself as a speck of dust. This is where the American Christians in all of the lampstands in this country have made a mistake. The pastors of the land of all people should have the greatest humility because the more that you study and the more that you know who God is, the greater the realization that we are nothing. America, a land of vanity, vanity. And the vanity in the body of Christ, this is a shame to the Holy Spirit. This is why the nations and the people of the world laugh at us. Israel is in war. We also are in a war and most believers don't know it. We don't realize that the invisible forces have pretty much destroyed the reality of true Christianity. It's not having things. It's not position. It is having a real relationship with a God that is real. We can speak whatever we want, but our heart can be far from God. There is a lion that has roared, and that lion is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is roared. And the nations of the world may not tremble presently, but they're going to tremble in the days to come. What happens in the nation of Israel affects the whole world. What happens in Russia has affected the whole world with the invasion, or not, not an invasion, Russia was forced to take action in Ukraine. It's a, it's a, a, a lie to believe that Russia is, has been the aggressor in this matter of Ukraine. No. Russia had to respond to ambitions of an empire, ambitions to take over and destroy a nation. But Israel... When Israel 
is under attack, that brings even a greater hardship to the nations of the world. The American evangelical Christians, I speak to the evangelicals because I'm an evangelical. I was raised Catholic. I was not born again. I was a nominal Christian till I was 22. I knew God existed, but like Christ said, even the demons know who Christ was. They knew who he was and they trembled. They shuddered. They were in fear, even the demons. But I knew God existed. I knew God was real. I would say my prayers every night. I would say the Lord's Prayer every night before I went to, to, to bed. Even during the reckless days of my youth, going out, partying all night, before I fell asleep, I would always pray. No matter how intoxicated I was, I would always pray and end my day with prayer. And I'm a nominal Catholic, in name only. I wasn't born again. But then one day, I met Christ. I prayed in reality because I needed God's help. For a couple of matters that were very were vital and I asked God to please help me and that night I became a believer I was no longer a nominal Catholic no longer just a Christian or somebody that believed in God in name only millions and millions of Catholics are not born again they are nominal in their understanding of who God is in name only not just Catholics Lutherans raised Lutheran and you're nominal in your relationship with God just in name only but not in reality with all the Protestant churches the same even within the Pentecostal churches there are some who are not even believers doesn't matter if you believe that there is a God the demons do too but we must receive Christ and ask him we are full of sin there is nothing we can do to wash away that sin we live with that sin day by day it affects us in a in a negative negative way we become more evil. We accept what we are. No, you can't. You can't just accept sin and expect to be okay. You have to come to come before God Almighty. You really need to have a humility and a realization that you are far from God and far from the principles of goodness, holiness, righteousness. 
It takes a revelation from God to show you who you are. King David, the king of Israel, he says, I am a speck of dust. That right there makes you great. Those who believe they are something have a have a big have are are have a long way to fall. Uh, who was it? John Newton, a slave trader, a sinful man, had any slave, a woman, adultery, anything he wanted. Selling people like you would sell ice cream. And he brought a curse upon the ship that he was on. And he was transporting slaves. And the winds, the ocean, just a bad day. It was a real bad day. And he cursed God from the bow of the ship, if I remember the story. Cursing God. And the waves got bigger and the wind stronger. And finally the crew decided to make him walk the plank. He would die so they could live. And it was at that point when he realized that he needed to have a change in his heart. And he wrote the song, Amazing Grace. People sing that song, Amazing Grace, they don't know the story. This man was going to walk, they were, they, the, the whole crew, the whole, everybody, there was a mutiny. They were going to make him walk the plank. And they knew that if they didn't, they were going to die. It was going to be the end of these individuals on the ship and the ship. And it was there on the plank where he met Christ. He had a long way to fall. But he had that visit with God himself, became a believer. The whole world right now, and it's all through the scripture, and the whole world is on that plank about ready to be thrown into the sea without God. And the Christian people who should be alive to God, fervent in their relationship and their love to God, we've been deceived. We believe that God will never allow us to go through any type of hardship or pain or misery. That's how deceived the evangelical, the people in the evangelical churches in America, Catholics, Lutherans, Presbyterians, I include the whole group of the seven lampstands of God in Revelation 2 and 3. And Israel, the animosity and hatred to this nation is, is uh, I've always known that time was coming and now it has come. But the children of Israel 
in the land of Israel. And not all of them are Israelites. And many of the children of Israel are their philosophy, their political affiliations. They're communists. They're far from God. But even in their blindness, God is going to protect them and they are going to win these battles that they're in. We believers, we have battles that we're in. We have to look to God just like the children of Israel must look to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We also have to look to our God who is also the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We have to look to Him in the days to come because the world, we are now in an oven, a hardship. We are in a furnace of coming pain. The whole world together is going into an oven, into a furnace, into an anvil of hardship. And this is the time where Christ said that men, he would begin to capture their hearts and bring them to him and draw them to himself. We'll be back in just a few minutes to continue. The Olive Tree Ministry. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. As I continue, I'm going to prove to you that the world is going into an oven, into a furnace, is going to be set upon an anvil and beat with hardships of life. Because the sin of man is so great and the hatred of man toward his fellow man is so great, the condition that Christ said would occur the prophets of Israel stated the same thing. Because mankind would become so evil, the wrath of God would come upon the world. But this is not the wrath of God that's on, uh, coming upon the world right now. There's punishment from God, 
but God's punishment is just. The wrath of man that is being poured out upon mankind, that wrath is unjust. The wicked, Job talks about the wicked. In Job 9.24, Job said, There will come a time in the distant future at the time when the kingdom of darkness is at its height, at its peak, is great. It will be at that time when the world has matured in every way with technology, with science, understanding of the universe, uh, having an ability to understand how man is created to the DNA level and below that. Job said, The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges so that they are blind to justice. If it is not God, who is it that is responsible for all the injustice. God has got to allow man, just like the crops in the field, they must come to maturity. And mankind is likened to a field. Grapes of wrath, wheat that will be gathered to the barn. Mankind must mature to his fullest. And in that maturity, you will see the evil in the heart of mankind. We are at that point. And this is exactly what Job said in Job 9.24. The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. I don't think we want to be placed into the hands of the wicked. But the people of the world have to see how evil man can be, how wicked, unrighteous mankind can be. This is, he's talking about, Job is talking about the wrath of man toward his fellow man. The rulers of the world the rich men of the world, the military commanders of the world, as they attempt to take over the world and rule the world for themselves, there will be injustice, there will be hardship, there will be pain, there will be suffering. This is where we are. But God says that even in the time where the wicked when the earth is given into the, hand, given into the hands of the wicked, even then God will still restrain them to a degree. Otherwise, there's no hope for mankind. Are all people in the world going to meet God, meet Christ? No. Are all the, the Jewish people, are they going to believe in their Messiah, 
No. Not till the very end. Till after Christ has returned and gathered his children to himself, then Israel will have its revelation that the Messiah they rejected 2,000 years ago was the Messiah. And they're going to weep each man by himself, each person by himself, every individual in Israel by himself, because they've known about this Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They knew about this person. They knew what the prophets of Israel had stated about the condition of the Jewish people and how apostate they may have been. But God is going to open their eyes. They will have the revelation of who he is and they will weep bitterly, each one by himself. No consolation. You can't be consoled. You have missed the Messiah who they've waited for and he was before them but he did bring a blindness upon them I'm going to read the verses out of Romans chapter 3 in just a little bit punishment is coming to the earth but with that punishment there is going to be mercy of God until to each person but eventually each individual, if they can continue to resist the God of heaven and they will know that he exists, the mercy will end. The mercy will, it will, there will be a point when there will be no more mercy. After that point, there will be judgment. God, Christ, still to this very day, and in the next eight years, nine years, we are in the last decade. We are in the we are now inside the boundaries of the last ten years before Christ returns. For the Christian people, for your pastors and other church members or non-church members or devil worshipers that are in your assemblies to tell you that things are going to turn around, the economy will turn around, the wars are going to end, and thing, everything is going to be well. These are false teachers and prophets and pastors. They're false prophets, false teachers. Things are not going to get better. We have just been put into an oven into a furnace that has not yet been fully ignited. I'll prove it to you when I read Matthew 24 in just a few minutes. Before I forget, the podcasts for the program are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry site. And I want to give out my contact information, Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502.
Matthew 24. Christ told us what the last decade would be like, what to expect in the last decade. Yes, he explained what would happen in the last 50 years, 100 years before his return, in the last century. Many things would happen in the last century. Israel will become a nation once again. America would become the great empire that would rule the world. The European nations would lose their, their power. The, the sun would set on the British Empire and rise upon Empire America the Great. America the Great, the Christians in America and internationally would begin to see America is in the Bible. It is Revelation chapter 18, Babylon the Great of the end of the world. The nation that did not sit in the ocean of sand like ancient Babylon with Nebuchadnezzar, but it would be an, there would be a nation according to Jeremiah 51, a great nation, an empire that would be housed in between two great oceans, the Atlantic on the east, the Pacific on the west, and even the Gulf on the south, and the Great Lakes to the north, basically surrounded by water. A great nation, an empire, like no n empire that ever existed, more ruthless than Egypt, more ruthless and a beast in nature than Babylon of ancient, ancient Babylon, or than Greece, or Russia, I'm sorry, not Russia, Rome, or the European nations that would, in the last 500 years, come to, uh, into a, great, a position of power internationally. There would be a nation like no other nation ever in the history of mankind. It's in the book of Daniel, the book of Jeremiah. Isaiah talks about Babylon the Great, specifically Isaiah chapter 47. And that uh, this nation would be a nation where the coming man of sin, the person that we know as Antichrist, or the beast of Revelation, the, the uh, beast that rises up out of the sea in Revelation 13. America is in the Bible. And now the pastors, the shepherds, the pastors who usur usurp authority over the churches of America, it was the pastors rather than the prophets, the prophetic people, the pastors of this country would not listen to prophetic people. They didn't want prophetic people because prophetic people would uh, expose who they were, expose their lifestyle, expose their heart, their heart. Pastors of the land took over. They usurped the authority in the body of Christ. 
It was a weak, weaker administration. You have five administrative functions in the body of Christ. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. It is the it is the it is an administration, but it is an administration as pastors that do not have the vision of what we would call apostles. They do not have the insight. That insight can only come to individuals that God has ordained to positions of insight or revelation. Insight and revelation to people who start to see things, deep things of God, it can destroy them. And then it affects the whole body. I've talked about it two, three weeks ago, two weeks and three weeks ago. It's called the sins of the pastors of the land, the sins of the priests of the land. Nothing affects the body, the children of God, the family of God, more than the sins of the priests, the people in positions of power. It affects and destroys the individuals that are under their tutorship. This is a great sin that's in the scripture. So I don't get distracted. I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 24. This chapter talks about the last, it talks about the destruction of the temple. And it, just, it talks about, and is very clear, specifically about the last 10 years, the last decade before Christ returns. Matthew 24, verse 3. I'm going to forget about verse 1. This is when Jesus was leaving the temple. He was walking away. He was departing from the temple of Israel in Jerusalem. He was leaving. He was telling the those that would read these scriptures and he was telling the disciples that I I have to leave the temple because that temple is now meaningless. I am the temple and I am going to be destroyed. And in three days I will be raised from the dead. And this temple will be rebuilt. He says it more clearly in Mark. And he asks them as he's walking away from the temple. Do you see all these buildings? I'm gonna, I will tell you the truth. Not one stone will be left on another. Every stone will be thrown, pulled down. Christ was looking at A.D. 70. When Titus, the general of Rome, would come in and destroy the temple. Now later, he's sitting at the Mount of Olives, and the disciples came to him, and they said, Tell us, when will these things happen? What will be the sign that it is time for you to come again? Your return. And for this age to end. 
the end, the consummation of this period of time. When is that time coming? And Christ says, be careful, watch out that no one fools you, misleads you, deceives you. He's talking about the pastors of the land in the evangelical churches and in all the Catholic, in the Catholic churches. You better be careful if you're Catholic. Pope Francis is not a Catholic. He's not a Christian. Pope Francis is a he is a, an imposter to the Catholic Church. Many Catholics internationally do not recognize him as the Pope as the overseer of the Catholic Church. The phrase, the Vatican seat is empty. The papal seat is empty. Many, many, millions and millions of Catholics consider that seat to be empty. Francis is the black pope. He is the Jesuit pope. The Jesuits who were sworn in secret oaths to protect the Catholic Church and the demonic things of the Catholic Church. And for the Catholics that might be listening, you go to the book of Revelation, go to the Catholic Bible, the book of Revelation, chapter 2. At the end of that chapter, there is a church, a, a lampstand called Thyatira. The Catholic priests don't want you to read the Apocalypse. Thyatira is the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church, the structure, leads the children to worship idols. And the Catholic Church, internationally, is going to be the target of not only Antichrist, but the nations. And John wrote that God is going to throw the Catholic Church into a bed of sickness and kill her children with death. The sickness, a bed of sickness, implying sexual sins. And the Catholic people are going to be killed with death. God does not fool with, he does not fool around with any of his lampstands. Every lampstand, for the most part, except for two, have very negative uh, things spoken about them. To the evangelical Christians in the churches in America, Laodicea, Christ says, You say you are increased with goods that you're rich. And you don't have need of anything. But I say you are blind, wretched, naked, miserable, and poor. Buy of me gold in the coming tribulation. Buy gold in the tribulation. Tribulation is coming to the evangelical churches in the land of Antichrist. Buy gold. By what is divine. Get the riches. Dig deep for the riches of my Holy Spirit. And my scriptures. Dig deep. And anoint your eyes with Isaph. 
pray the salve of the Holy Spirit upon your eyes that you might see, that you might see your nakedness, that you may be clothed with white garments. But the evangelical Christians are asleep. The pastors of the land for the last hundred plus years have told the evangelical Christians, you're not going to suffer. There's not going to be tribulation for you. There won't be hardship for you. You're going to be evacuated to heaven out of the out of the tribulation of the world. You're going there's going to be an evacuation. It's called rapture. It's a doctrine of demons, a very powerful doctrine. I barely broke this lie off of my mind. In 1981, 1980, it was by revelation. I had to pray and pray and pray and ask the Lord, am I believing the truth or is this a lie? I don't want to believe a lie. And the Lord opened my eyes and he revealed to me. In each of these seven churches, they go through tribulation. With the Catholic churches, I will kill her children with death. That doesn't sound like they're being evacuated or raptured, sounds like they're, uh, and he says, I will throw you into great tribulation. Not just tribulation, great tribulation. Catholic people, get your Catholic Bible out. Go to the Apocalypse. Chapter 2, the last church, Thyatira. Your priests won't tell you to do that. The Catholic fathers won't tell you to do that. All through the centuries, Rome has protected its doctrines from the Catholic people. Buy gold tried in the fire to the Laodicean churches. He's talking about tribulation. There's fire coming. There's hardship. There's persecution coming to the churches in, in America. All seven of them. We live in the land of the coming son of perdition. The Catholic, the Christian people, the evangelical people are not going to be able. They, God is not going to allow them unless they, want it to, unless they want to be deceived. God will accommodate you. If you want to be deceived, you will be deceived. And once you see the truth, you're going to point your finger at God and say, God, why did you let me be deceived? And God will say to you, I've been sending prophets to you, teachers to you, people to you to tell you the truth, but you didn't want to believe the truth. You wanted to believe the doctrine of demons to all these men that were so-called great men of God in America. You want to believe the doctrine of demons? I have to accommodate you. I have to allow you to believe what you want to believe when my scripture says the opposite. A lion has roared. The lion of the tribe of Judah is telling the world that we are in the last decade. In the last, more, 
we're we've been in the last decade for about a year. We're like nine years in away from the kingdom of heaven on earth. But before the kingdom of heaven, before God Christ brings his kingdom to the earth, there's the oven and a furnace and an anvil of hardship that the whole world has to go through. The world that doesn't know God, that hates God, not all will hate God. Many in the world are going to be protected from God's wrath. Then you have Israel. Israel has to go through this anvil, through this hardship. And the evangelical churches, the believers who are born again, are going to have to go through this furnace into this oven. We're in the oven. Matthew 24 talks about being put into an oven, and then you put the oven on pre-warm. You pre-warm the oven to bake a cake. 425 degrees and then through the seven years of tribulation or the first half the heat goes up to maybe 2 to 50 but then we go to the full furnace in the great tribulation we'll be back for hour two in a few minutes rick rodriguez the olive tree, i'm sorry yeah the olive tree ministry we'll be back this is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. 
just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7 to 8-foot tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only $270. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the Tree Farm. Tommy here with Revo Knives. We're a Colorado company looking for local customers who own a business that want to make a gift for their customers or employees that they'll always use and remember. We customize our knives with your logo and information so they always look at who to get back to when they need your service. 
Head over to our website at RevoKnives.com or give us a call at 720-947-9599. And as always, live sharp. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The podcast for the programs are on 1360khnc.com, to the podcast section, to the Olive Tree site. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And every Sunday from 9 to noon, I'm here generally live every week for the program. During the week, I host the Present Truth from 2 to 3 daily. The podcasts are also on 1360khnc.com to the Present Truth site. So I am going to continue with the Matthew chapter 24, the last 10 years prior to Christ's return. I'm going to continue in verse uh, 3. Before I do, though, I'm going to go just briefly to give you hope. And this is the God of hope, the great hope that God gives His people 
is truth. If there's no truth, then you have no hope. You have only a lie. You're, you have no way to have a direction, uh, no way to look into the future. And the prophecies in the Old Testament through the prophets of God, through the writers in the Old Testament, and through the apostles, and through Christ himself, giving the prophecies through time so that God's people will know where they are in each period. We are in the final decade. We're within the 10-year mark already. We're at about nine years. Not much longer than that before Christ's second return. And this nine years is going to be more difficult than we had a, a rough four years, but what is coming is going to be even more difficult. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus wants his people to look ahead, to see what's coming, to give you 2020 eyesight so that you can begin to, number one, as Christians, we have a hardship that's coming. We don't have the endurance, the stamina, spiritual stamina. It takes work. Endurance spiritually takes work. You have to exercise your faith to believe that you are in God's plan, that it was not an accident that you are born again. You're living in the time that God appointed for you to live, and you have something as a believer that you can offer those around you your family, your friends. Faith. This is a time where Satan wants to destroy the faith of the believers. The children of Israel in the wilderness, the, the, those that came out of Egypt, one thing they lacked through their whole lives was faith. They were a faithless generation. And God said, because of your lack of faith, you are not going to enter into the good land. Your children will, but you won't. We have to decide we're either going to be like the children that had faith, and daily we look to, to God. I have so many verses, so many chapters to present to you I only have three hours I need more time in uh, I'm going to go to Proverbs chapter 16 um, I'm going to come back to Matthew 24 but I'm going to go to Proverbs 16 be, I'm sorry, not Proverbs, Psalm 16. Because King David, in this chapter, gives you an insight to his heart. 
This is the heart that God's people are going to have to have. Here's what King David says. Protect, guard me, God, because I, tra because I trust and I'm going to take refuge in you. And David says, I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Every good thing I have comes from you. I have nothing good apart from you. As for the godly people, those who are holy, those who are called saints in the world, they are the wonderful, noble ones that I enjoy, that I enjoy and take pleasure in. David enjoyed the godly people. God does, and so did David. But those who turn to, to and run away after idols or other gods will have much misery, pain, suffering. And that pain, misery, and suffering is going to be multiplied. I will not offer uh, offerings of blood to those idols or even speak or mention them or mention their names. Verse 5. No, the Lord is all I need. The Lord is my portion. He is my cup. He takes care of me. My share in life has been pleasant. The boundary lines or the goodness and the pleasures have reached me in pleasant places. My part, my inheritance, has been beautiful. I praise and I bless the Lord because He advises me, He counsels me, He directs me. My God directs me every night, er, always, and every night, even when I, when my head is on the pillow and I think about the troubles that are coming. He counsels me. He instructs me during the day when I'm awake and at night when my I remember the troubles of the day and the troubles that are coming. He counsels me. This is God's word to the children of God in all the lampstands. Allow God to counsel you as He counsels you, you will become strong. The endurance that you will have will be unbelievable. The stamina as He counsels you that you will have in Him, regardless of what happens, regardless of what comes, will be unimaginable, unbelievable. You will be blessed. Let God counsel you. If you lean to your own understanding... You're going to suffer. Don't lean to your own understanding. Look to the Lord. Don't move until He advises you, till He directs you. There's another verse that there are many devices in a man's heart, many, many plans, motives, not good. Many devices in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord that will stand. God's counsel can't be shaken. 
He's a counselor. This is one of the great names of the Almighty God. Counselor. Yes, He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Mighty God. He's the Eternal Father. But He is also Counselor. He, as the Holy Spirit, counsels His people. And He always counsels them into holiness, into righteousness, into goodness, into kindness, into the virtues that give people, that bless people. I keep the Lord always before me because He is close by my side at my right hand. I will not be moved. So I rejoice and I am glad. My heart exults and my glory and my and, and inwardly in my heart I am glad. This is the time where God said He would visit mankind and mankind will either move away and depart from Him or they will draw and they will be suckered to Him. God wants His people, Israel, His children, His elect in Israel, to come draw near to Him. Many won't, but there will be those that do. There's always a residue in the body of Christ. Because of lack of knowledge, there are many who are going to believe they are serving God, and they are not serving God. They are serving themselves, their own interests, and they will suffer because of it. Even my body, verse 9, B, even my body has hope. Even I have security for my physical body because I trust in my God. Verse 10, because you will not abandon me, not in life, you will not abandon me in the grave. That's wonderful. God will not abandon you while you're living, while you're alive, while you're breathing, while you have consciousness in this life. Nor will He abandon you after you have gone into the grave. You will not let your Holy One see the pit, see the grave. In other words, eternal fire. It, he ends King David, or the actually it wasn't King David, it was Asaph, one of the musicians, the Levites, who would sing praises for the congregation. You will teach me how to live a holy life. Being with you, you fill me with joy. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand, I will find pleasure forever. This is what King David or Asaph said in the Psalms. This is the attitude of a believer in his attitude toward God that all that we have has come from his hand. All that happens to him is allowed by him not to destroy us but to keep us holy 
to keep us from sin, to keep us in righteousness, that we treat our neighbor the way we should treat our neighbor. We treat our neighbor like we want to be treated. If we want to be live at peace, we try to make peace. As we go into this anvil, this time now, where Christ said the last decade would be a time of hardship like the world has never known. I'm telling you the truth. But God will give you the way to have the endurance and the stamina that you need to have spiritually to day by day have the strength for that day to move forward in that day and not lose hope. This is who our God is. So here's what, G here's what Christ says. Don't be fooled. Don't be deceived. Many are going to come in my name saying, saying I am Christ. I am Messiah. They're going to mislead you. They're going to deceive you. They're going to fool many people. You're going to hear about wars, stories of wars. We've gone past the time where you'll hear of wars. No, you're not going to hear about wars anymore. There will be wars. Not rumors of wars. In the last decade, there will be world wars that will continue to the time that Christ at his coming. And the wars, there will be more, and the wars will be international on every continent with every people in Israel, in America, in England, France, Germany, Russia, all of the Arab nations, all of the nations in Africa, South America, the world, China. The whole world is going to be at war. There's going to be civil unrest in all the nations. Then there's going to be the nations fighting nations. There's going to be ethnicity, ethnos, at war, race with against race, race against race. This is what Christ said is coming in the last nine years. Why? Because the world will be turned over into the hand of the wicked. And the with the judges of the world, there will be no justice. The, 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 ju the, 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 uh, the uh, judges of the world will favor their own people. They'll, they'll favor the people that are wicked. There will be no justice. So he says in Matthew 24, verse 4, no, verse 6. Oh, no, I'm sorry, verse 6, yes. You're going to hear about wars, stories of wars that are coming. Don't be afraid. Don't be distressed. These things will happen. They must happen before the end comes. But the end isn't yet. We're just in nine years before the end. And then in... Matthew chapter 7. 
the whole, there's going to be the wind, the rain, and the floods are going to come to beat against the nations. And a, every individual is going to have hardship. Verse 24 of Matthew chapter 7. And then I'm going to jump back to Matthew 24. Everyone who hears these words of mine and obeys them, that acts on them, that practices them, is like a wise, sensible man who built his house on a rock. It rained hard. The floods came. The rivers rose. In other words, there's going to be hardship. Hardships came. And the floods come. And the rivers will rise. Your hardships are going to increase. The winds blew. The winds indicating demonic forces. The winds blew. The spirits. The devil. The host of, of uh, the kingdom of darkness are going to afflict you. They slam against the house. And then the flood will come. The winds blow, the flood comes. The flood, what are the floods? The floods are people. The floods are governments are going to come against you. Man, the wickedness of man will come against you. And they all slam against the house. But the house did not fall. It didn't collapse because it was built upon a rock, upon these teachings of Christ. Everyone who hears my words and does, and those that hear my words and don't obey these words or practice them, is like a foolish, stupid man who built his house on the sand. It rained hard, the floods came, the rivers rose, the winds blew, and hit that house, slammed against it, it fell, it collapsed with a big crash. Great destruction. So the winds are coming, the floods and the rains are coming against the Christian people, against Israel, against the people of the world. Everyone is included because of the sin of man is so evil. The wickedness of man is untamed. The lawlessness in this country and of the nations. Now going back to Matthew 24. This is what we have to expect. We can we can say, well, this isn't going to affect us. No. There are three corporate people in the world, according to the way God views things. Three corporate peoples. The Hebrew people, the children of Israel, through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and through Jacob, the twelve children of Jacob. You have the lampstands of God, the born-again people internationally. And then you have the nations, just the people that are not Hebrew, that are not believers. All three, there's, there's judgment coming 
from the hatred of man to all three. Satan has a kingdom. He has servants in his kingdom. And these servants in Satan's kingdom, if you won't serve Satan, you're a target. You will be persecuted. You'll be killed. Hardship is going to come. The wicked, like Job said, like I stated in the first hour, the earth is going to be turned over into the hands of the wicked. Job is looking at our time today. Right now. The earth has been turned over into the hands of the wicked. America has been turned over into the hands of the wicked. The nations of Europe have been turned over into the hands of the wicked. Russia, China, Israel, doesn't matter what nation. In those nations, every nation, there are the wicked. There are those who hate God and are servants of the kingdom of darkness. They are employed by Satan to bring hardship upon mankind. They hate mankind because we're created in the image of God. Hardship is coming. This is the end of the first, second hour. And, no, actually, yeah, the end of the second hour. No, it, no, it isn't. We're at the bottom of the second hour. We're going to be back. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree site. And we'll be back and we'll resume with the second half of the second hour in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360khnc.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360khnc.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. All right, we're going to continue the podcasts for the Olive Tree Ministry programs are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree site. Also, you can go to the Present Truth site for those programs Monday through Friday from 2 to 3. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry 
P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And uh, excuse me, and uh, also every Sunday, nine to noon. I was wanted to mention that also. Now going back to Matthew twenty four, verse seven. God the Holy Spirit wants to warn his people of what is coming. That the children of God must be made aware that we are in the season just before the tribulation. Just before the tribulation, the seven year period of hardship. And Christ in Matthew 24, he breaks it apart like A, B, C, D, and E. The very first part early in the last decade is going to be is called the time of sorrows and birth pains. That's the time that we are in right now. A time of sorrows and birth pains. Then part B is a period of time called tribulation. It's a three and a half year period of time, 1,260 days for each year according to the Jewish time clock, the time clock of the prophets of Israel. Each year is 130 days. Is that right? Who knows? Each year is 360 days. Not 365, 1,000, or is uh, each year is 360 days. The first half of the tribulation is 1,260 days. That's part B. Part C is the great tribulation. It is a period of time that again is 360 days. Or, or for the three and a half years, 1,260 days. Then part D is after the tribulation is over, there is a time that is a 75-day period of time called wrath. The wrath of God. The wrath of God is not upon the church. It's upon the world. And in that beginning, right after the great tribulation is over, in the next 30 days, you could say that that next 30 days would be part D, but it's all, it is in the time of wrath. It's a 30-day period of time. In that 30-day period of time, there will be the resurrection of the born-again children of God. It will be the resurrection. Then immediately after that resurrection, there will be judgment of the great Babylon, the United States of America. When that 30-day period is over, America should be destroyed. Then you have an additional 45-day period of time, which is Part E. And in that Part E, there's going to be Armageddon toward the end of that time. And all the nations will be 
gathered in the Middle East, and that war will begin slowly. It won't be like one or two or three days and it's over. No, it'll be more like a probably a 30, possibly 25 to 30 days. When that's over, then you have the final segment, which is called, which would be part F, which would be when Christ returns and he has, is judging the nations at Armageddon, but after Armageddon has concluded, then Christ goes out into the world to gather together the sheep and the goats. The goats are the people who, in the parable about the wise virgins, well, actually, it's not about the wise virgins. It's a, a parable about just before Christ begins a millennial kingdom, he has to punish the people that are still alive, that have hated God and would never help God's people or mankind. They're called goats. They go to fire, into eternal fire. And the sheep, the people that are still living, that did not know God, but did what was right in their conscience by helping and assisting people, the sheep, Christ says to them, they don't know who Christ is. And Christ says, come, you who are, who have helped my people, enter the joy of the Lord. They get to go into the millennial kingdom. I'm trying to cover this quickly. I want to go back to Matthew 24 and and talk to you about part A, B, C, D, and E, E and F. But part A is the time before the tribulation. That's the time that we're in. In this time, there are things that have to happen in this segment before tribulation. Russia has to become a great power. And Russia has become the great power. Israel has wars in Psalm 83 that she has to fight. Israel has to fight this war that God has planned for thousands of years, 3,000 years, longer. All the surrounding families and nations around Israel have to be punished for their hatred and their the hardship that they brought upon the Jewish people for three to four thousand years. God has not punished these nations yet. He punishes them all at the same time in Psalm 83. The people in Gaza, the terrorists in Lebanon, the terrorists in present-day Syria, the command center, Damascus in Syria, that is responsible for giving the directions to the terrorist groups around Israel to the south and to the north. Then Jordan, present-day Jordan, is going to also be in this conflict. And when Israel, when Jordan attacks Israel, Israel is going to respond by going to war with the Jordanians and Israel will be victorious. And in this period called a time of sorrows and birth pains,
Israel will take over or occupy or increase the size of Israel and Jordan and the fruit of the battle, the the uh, spoils of the battle with Jordan is Israel will take over present-day Jordan. That happens in the time of sorrows and birth pains. Shortly after the Psalm 83 war is concluded, Iran, Russia, and other nations from the north, Ethiopia and Libya from North Africa will attack Israel at the same time. That also occurs in the time of sorrows and birth pains. That prophecy is Saul is Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. I rehearse this all the time because we're in the time of sorrows and birth pains and these things, these wars must take place in the time of sorrows, not in the tribulation. And many believers believe that we're in the, in the tribulation already. We are not. Christ breaks it down. A, B, C, D. So we're in the period A. The first period. After Russia is defeated, then, and God is going to defeat Russia and these armies. And I'm going to discuss this more in the future. It's going to be God that does it in a unique way. Then, when that war is over, Israel, and I don't think it's going to be Benjamin Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu in this war of Psalm 83, he is the king of Israel that God has prepared and trained for the victories that are going to take place. But the children of Israel, the people of Israel, do not like him. For many different reasons. They're going to turn on him. Presently, even though he's winning the battle, there are many that just don't like him. It's like when Donald Trump was in office. He's winning and getting the victories for the American people, and still you had the Republicans who were just not happy with him, the people of the country who were not happy with him, the conservatives. The Bible says that the heart of man is wicked, desperately wicked, dark. And who can know that heart except for a man and the Spirit of God? Benjamin Netanyahu is going to win this battle for Israel. But already there is this government that wants him out. Why? Because Netanyahu is standing up, in a sense, against the desires of the New World Order. He's had to work with these New World Order powers in America and Europe and the uh, uh, World Economic Forum, etc. But they don't like him. This administration and the previous, not, not the Trump administration, the Obama administration, they did everything possible to destroy his times 
as prime minister to interfere with what he was trying to do. Israel, it says, will go into a political system of godlessness and they will want, and I don't think it will be Benjamin Netanyahu, once he's won these victories for Israel and even maybe maybe the war with Russia as he tries to protect the, the children of Israel, I think they're going to vote him out. This is what happens with all of these kings that God puts in. They're going, to, they're going to turn on him. He's the most hated man in the world right now. You think Vladimir Putin is hated? Donald Trump is hated? Benjamin Netanyahu, the king of Israel, the hatred in his own country, the hatred in the European nations, the nations of the UN, America. Don't think that America is has any empathy for Benjamin Netanyahu. If you think that, you're, you're mistaken. No, no. This country, we're sending the warships over, not for Benjamin Netanyahu. We're sending over these, these uh, Air Force bombers full of munitions for Israel, not because we want Israel, we're backing them. No. We, America, Empire, we have our own selfish motives. We are not going to allow anybody to take over that land. That is our possession. We actually have already put a claim on Israel. And this government in this country would like to see Benjamin Netanyahu fail. And they would like to step in and bring peace to that situation. But God says Benjamin Netanyahu is going to tell America and the European Command, and the NATO nations, and the Arab nations, everybody now who's calling for a ceasefire. Why? Because Israel is taking the Hamas, Hezbollah, these enemies, is eliminating them day by day. There's tens of thousands of Hamas military, the, the, these armies, tens of thousands that are dead. Israel is eliminating them. This is why Hamas and Hezbollah and the Palestinian Authority and everybody's calling for peace, peace, peace. Okay, okay, let's stop, let's stop. No. They made a mistake. God has given orders to Benjamin Netanyahu to secure the borders of Israel. It's in the prophecy of Psalm 83. Benjamin Netanyahu is going to eliminate these people. Israel according to Psalm 83 and Zephaniah chapter 2 and Amos chapter 1, this area is going to be taken back by Israel and occupied by the Jewish people and the terrorists are going to be moved out or they're going to die. That Most of the terrorists, are going to, it says, they're going to die. Most of the armies of Islam are going to die on the battlefield. The armies of ISIS are going to die on the battlefield. Benjamin Netanyahu this week, on Wednesday I believe it was, this past week, this is the uh, 15th of October, this past Wednesday, Netanyahu made a statement to the press. He said that Hamas is ISIS. 
Nobody caught, caught what he was saying because he was speaking directly to the old Obama administration. The Obama administration created ISIS. And he says Hezbollah or Hamas is ISIS, created by the Obama administration. And he was directly referring to Barack Obama. Don't be, mis don't be misled. Obama created ISIS to destroy Israel and to for America's occupation in the Middle East. ISIS was created so that Obama could take over Syria, but it wasn't time. Benjamin Netanyahu is going to be betrayed. He's hated by his own the, the people in Israel too. The in all of these different political factions in Israel, most of them are globalists. They want, they don't care about the Jewish people. And this is stated very clearly in Isaiah chapter 28. The, the, the people of Ephraim, this, the, the rulers of Israel, Supposedly, the shepherds of Israel who are to protect Israel, they don't care about Israel. They live in these fat valleys. They live, they live uh, in these positions of power, authority. The shepherds of Israel are not, God says that they are, uh, woe to them, woe to these shepherds. And I think Benjamin Netanyahu, they're going to vote him out. And thank God that he's going to be voted out because the next person that's a prime minister after the Russian war is over, that individual, if I'm correct, is going to sign an agreement with the President of the United States of America that's going to come back to power. And I will tell you, it's going to be Barack Obama. He'll come back, and he's going to sign an agreement with the nation of Israel. They may not even have a government. It may be a, a collective. And Israel wants an agreement with America. And probably the agreement is so that America will promise not to invade Israel, not to invade Israel. We're going to invade Israel. America will invade Israel. Don't have any doubt about that. No matter what you may think, America's intention is to occupy present-day Israel. That will take place. But after the Russian war is over, and that person or that group, the collective that signed this agreement with America, they start the Great Tribulation. I'm sorry, not the Great Tribulation. They start the seven years of Tribulation. Israel will sign an agreement with the U.S. No other nation, just the United States. Israel was forbidden to ever sign agreements of this nature, ever. They were never to do that. 
This will be the first time that Israel will ever sign an agreement of this nature. And it is basically divorce papers served on God because Israel doesn't want the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They don't want to look to that, to this God to protect them. They want to be protected by a treaty. The treaty is called the treaty with death and hell. In Daniel, it is called a covenant, an agreement, a promise. And it begins tribulation on Israel and the world. That's what's coming. We can't stop it. Benjamin Netanyahu, I think God is going to spare him from that shame. And Benjamin Netanyahu, his political career is coming to an end. Just like Donald Trump's is coming to an end, Benjamin Netanyahu's career is also coming to an end. This takes place in the part A of Matthew 24, the time of birth pains and sorrows. It will take place in that period of time. Then we go to part B. But first I'll read here. Okay. Seven, Matthew 24, seven, nation will fight, rise up against other nations, kingdom against other kingdoms. There will be times when there is famine, international famine, no food available for inhabitants to eat. There will be earthquakes in many places. All these things are like the first pains, the birth pains, when something new is about to be born. It's the beginning of hardship, the beginning of birth pains. The world has just gone into the oven, but the oven is on preheat. We're just in the preheat time, like if you're going to bake a cake into a furnace. When you start a furnace up, initially it's, it takes a while for the furnace chamber to warm up. We're just in the, we've just been put into a furnace. I use the other term, an anvil. An anvil is where you beat steel to make it harder or to shape it. The hardships that are coming are to make God's people godly. To present to to initiate the time when God's people have to begin to wash their garments to make their garments their soul white so there's no hypocrisy no guile the oven has been ignited we're on preheat all these things are like the first pains of something new something that's about to be born the beginning of birth pains then in 9, verse 9, Matthew 24, 9, when we come back for the third hour, we'll talk about part B. A is the birth pains. Part B, the, tri the beginning, the first three and a half years of tribulation. Part C, the second half of the tribulation. Part D, a 30-day 30 30 period of time. It's called the wrath of God, the beginnings of the wrath of God. It's 30 days. 
America will be destroyed, Christians will be resurrected, then part E is going to be Armageddon. So this is coming in the future, and each with each stage, the temperature in the oven goes up. Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, podcast 1360khnc.com. We'll be back for the final hour in just a few minutes. Please hold on. God bless you if you're leaving. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist, farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Bleed Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. This is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. 
The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD. 
a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. to the third hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. We have been talking about many different things. Matthew 24, part A, B, C, D, and E. We've been talking about Matthew 24 being like baking a cake. And first you preheat the oven, and then... The heat rises, the temperature rises to 425 degrees so you can bake the cake. This is what Christ is explaining. The world will begin with wars, rumors of wars, and then hardship begins. In the time of tribulation, you're going to have Christians attacking Christians in the United States of America. But the Christians that are being attacked, the, the Christians that are being attacked, that are, have been called by God to be the shepherds and to give the insight to the Christians in America, they will stand. They won't be shaken. They'll be persecuted. They'll be hated. Nevertheless, nevertheless, they will have the Holy Spirit upon them in power. Not like you have in the churches presently they profess God but they have they don't have the power of God they have a system and it's all it is is a system of man but not by God 
This is what's coming in the tribulation. But before the tribulation, you're going to have Russia become great. America will begin her demise as a nation. Israel will be attacked exactly like it says in Psalm 83, what we're witnessing right now. Israel is going to be victorious. Benjamin Netanyahu will eventually be hated. He's already hated by this administration, the nations of Europe, the nations of the UN, by people within the political world in Israel, and by many Israeli citizens. But nevertheless, he's going to win this battle and this war for the children of Israel and then they're going to betray him. Israel, during the time of Samuel the prophet, after the kings, Israel was beginning, they were now being established in the, in the land of Israel. They needed to be governed. It was initially prophets that were the ones who gave them the uh, direction. But Samuel was there to appoint a king. And he had addressed the Jewish people of the time. They wanted a king like the kings in the surrounding nations. All of the Ammonites, Moabites, Perizzites, all of the ites had kings. And uh, this is what the children of Israel wanted. They didn't want God to be the king to rule over them. So they chose Samuel. I'm sorry, Saul. Samuel had to give them Saul. And then Samuel told the children of Israel, this is who you picked. He's going to take you to wars. He's going to be corrupt. He's going to take your young men to fight his battles, not God's battles, his battles. The women will build his kingdom. Samuel was disobedient. I'm sorry, Saul was disobedient. Samuel cried out to the Lord, and the Lord told Samuel, go to the house of Jesse. I picked up an individual that has a heart for me. He goes to Jesse, bring forth all your sons. One of these boys is going to be the king of Israel. And Jesse brought all the sons except for David, left David out in the field tending sheep. David was out in the battle learning the lessons of life. He was learning how to protect the sheep. It was his duty. God was teaching him to go to, to fight a bear to kill a bear, a lion to protect the sheep. Samuel didn't see the anointing upon any of Jesse's sons. And he tells Jesse, where is, do you have another child? He goes, yeah, he's out in the field. Go get him. I asked you to bring all of your sons and you didn't bring all of them. You didn't listen to me. 
He sees David. He sees immediately the Spirit of God upon him. And he anoints him. And David becomes king. He had to go and learn the lessons. The children of Israel, they wanted their own king. They felt they had the ability to pick the person that would be God's choice. They didn't. David was God's choice. As it was in the beginning, it's going to be at the end with the children of Israel. God has given them Netanyahu to win the battle, battles, the victory, to secure the land of Israel. But Netanyahu, they're going to say, no, we want our own king. We'll pick the person we want. As it was in the beginning, they're going to pick a Saul. After Netanyahu, I feel they're going to pick a Saul. And Saul will sign an agreement or the people that are leading Israel will sign an agreement with an American president, Barack Obama, when he returns to power. They want a Saul initially, and they're going to pick a Saul at the end, and the decisions of the leaders of Israel are going to sign a treaty with death and hell, which is going to doom most of the people of Israel going to bring hardship to the world because the tribulation will begin. The tribulation that Christ says in Matthew 24, verse 9, will begin. And when that tribulation begins, the faithful Christians are going to be the ones persecuted. By who? The other Christians that are building another kingdom. They're building a new apostolic reform kingdom. That's who is going to persecute the true people of God for a while. But later, this is uh, in Matthew chapter 24, part A, excluding the temple being torn down, destroyed. Part A, the time of birth pains and sorrows. We're in that time. But maybe a year out from now, we're going to be in the tribulation. Right about the time that the supposed change of an elected election will take place and there's going to be the will of the American people to pick the person that's going to be put in power. No, we won't get that choice. I believe Barack Obama will come back in illegally, unconstitutionally. He will destroy the Constitution, and he will allow lawlessness upon this land. Lawlessness will begin, uh, more so than now, presently. At the same time, I believe it's next year, 2024, that we have a second solar eclipse a total solar eclipse once again come over America. So with the previous solar eclipse back in, what was it, 2016? I don't remember. And the second one is like making a big X over America. The same type of pattern as the last letter in the Hebrew alphabet. 
T-A-V, Tav or Tav. The last letter. This will be the indication that I believe signals the punishment to begin on, on America by a coming Antichrist. The punishment will begin. We're going to see if I'm correct on this. This is my view. And hardship will come on this country because now, next year, will probably most likely be the beginning of the tribulation. Possibly a little bit into 25. I don't think so. I think it's next year, by about the time of the election. Then we are in part B of Matthew 24. The first half of the tribulation. Russia will be destroyed and an agreement will be signed with America and the representatives from the nation of Israel or maybe a king of Israel, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that in Job, I'm sorry, in Daniel chapter 20 and Daniel 9:27, it talks about a covenant signed with the many. It doesn't say the king of Israel, it says the many. It could be that there's is going to be a group within Israel that will be leadership and they will sign an agreement with the coming Antichrist. And the tribulation begins. Three and a half years later, in Israel, this individual would declare himself to be God and the great tribulation begins. It's only a three and a half year great tribulation. After that great tribulation, the oven temperature of the oven has gone up to probably 390 degrees. It'll be great distress in America. Great martyrdom for the American, true American born again believers. And great distress and punishment for those who take the mark of the beast and worship the beast. Great distress. The world will bring great distress upon God's children. God will bring great distress upon the kingdom of Antichrist and the worshipers of Antichrist. When the seven years is over, we'll be in part D, the beginning of the time of wrath. From the time that the tribulation is over to the time when Christ returns is the time of wrath. But it's broken into a 30-day segment and a 40-day, 45-day segment. The first 30 days, the Christian people, the born-again people, will be raised, raptured to the judgment seat of Christ. The world is laughing at our talk about a resurrection. We use the term rapture which is not correct. There's only two resurrections, not a rapture and then later a resurrection. No, that is false teaching. There will be the first resurrection of the believers to the judgment seat of Christ. A thousand years later, there will be a second resurrection. All those who have died that were still in the 
the state prison called hell, Hades, is just a state prison. Federal prison is eternal fire. But those that are in the state prison of hell, they will be judged, and the people that have lived to the, through the millennial kingdom throughout the whole earth, those that have not obeyed God's laws, that didn't live by their conscience, they will be judged in a final judgment and a resurrection to eternal fire. In the last 45 days of Matthew 24, this says that the sun, the moon, and the... I'll tell you what, I'll back up. Let me read the tribulation. The tribulation is starting in verse 9. Verse 9 to verse 14. <coughs> People will arrest you, hand you over to be hurt, to be persecuted, to be tortured, kill you. The world, all the nations will hate you because you believe in me. You follow me because of my name. At that time, many will lose their faith, turn away, and turn against and betray each other and hate each other. The ones who are going to turn away are those in the new apostolic reform movement because they're going to, their vision is not going to carry any, carry them. They're going to sink. Many false prophets will come, appear, and cause many people to believe their lies and deceive many. There will be more and more evil, sin, lawlessness in the world so that most people will stop throwing their love for each other, showing their love for each other. The love of many will grow cold. Those people who keep their faith, that endure, that stand firm, that persevere until the end will be saved. The good news, the gospel about God's kingdom. God's kingdom is coming. God is going to have his kingdom on the earth. We're getting near that time. Within nine years, all the Christian believers will be in eternity. You will have your new body, your resurrected body. Many of you will be in the millennial kingdom in the wedding feast, in the great uh, awards banquet. You who were unfaithful, you're going to be eternally, you say, for eternity, but you're not going to enjoy the banquet with the bridegroom. You're going to be in an area, a period, place called darkness. And in that darkness, there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Because you want in, and you're not going to be allowed in. Because you weren't faithful during your residency as a Christian on the earth. You didn't, you weren't faithful to Christ. So, you don't get the wedding feast. But now after the wedding feast is over a thousand years in the future, then we will all be reunited again and be with God and Christ eternally. Okay, verse um, 15. This is part C, the beginning of the Great Tribulation. You will see blasphemy. You will see an object that brings destruction, the abomination of desolation. 
an idol set up in the temple, temper, temple. It may be an idol, not necessarily Antichrist. Antichrist will declare himself to be God. I think most likely in Israel, in the temple, but I'm not positive about that. But something will be in the temple, something idolatrous that will be there for three and a half years. There will be some kind of image, the image of the beast. I'll have to talk about this and discuss it at another time. Daniel the prophet spoke about this. This individual will be standing in the holy place or this idol will be placed in the holy place. You who read should understand what this means. There will be destruction in Jerusalem. At that time, the people in Judea should run away to the mountains. In other words, run east into present-day Jordan. If you are on the roofs of the houses in that area, do not go down into your house to get anything out of your house. If you're in the field, don't go back to get your coat. Anything for warmth. At that time, it will be a time of great woe to women who are pregnant and are nursing. Pray that it will not be in the winter, bad weather, or the Sabbath day when these things happen and you have to run away. Christ is presenting to the very religious Jewish people once again. As it was in the beginning, they will become very religious, not necessarily God-fearing, but religious. The Sanhedrin will demand that on the Sabbath, you can't travel. It's kind of like we're talking about these 15-minute cities. But in that time, you won't even be able to leave your home. So God is, Christ is saying that man will push the religion of the Sabbath too far. And when people should flee, even on the Sabbath, the Sanhedrin and the, once again, the religious Pharisees of the coming time will have laws passed so they cannot travel on the Sabbath. This is not a, a Christ is presenting the Sabbath in a as a negative, not a positive. You can't even save yourself. You have to obey the law of the Pharisees, Sadducees, or the religious world of that time. It's very negative. There will be much trouble, great distress, great hardship, tribulation, great tribulation, more greater hardship than there had ever been, greater than any at any other time in mankind's history, great tribulation. And if the days aren't shortened, no one will say be saved no flesh and blood will exist this is what's coming but god is going to shorten those days 
And again, still at that time, if they say, look, Christ is in the desert, He is here, He's there, don't be deceived. Don't believe them. Even more false prophets will come and appear and do great signs and wonders. Don't wait. Run. I think it's in, uh, trying to remember what book it's in. Uh, I haven't read it for a while. But it says, basically, I think it was Malachi or Micah said that you're going to see something dreadful in Israel and he who sees it run. The word is run. When you see it, run. And it means just as fast as you can at an all-out sprint with all your being, run. And this was talking about when you see the abomination of desolation, stand in the holy place, run. With all your being, run. With all your might, Catch your breath later. Don't take anything with you. Don't let anything slow you down. Run. This is written to the children of Israel. It's not to the Christians. It's written to the children of Israel that are in the land of Israel, commanded to run to the Jordan, to Petra. Then it says in verse 29, after the tribulation and the distress of those days, now this is why I say, say this is when D begins, part D. This is the wrath of God upon the world. We believers, remember, have been raised to the raised from the dead and resurrected to the judgment seat of Christ. After the tribulation of those days, then the sun grows dark, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky. The stars will fall from the sky, the powers of the heavens will be shaken. At that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. Then all the people, the tribes of the world, of the nations, will cry and mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds with power in the sky, with power and glory. Every satellite, every observatory, a man will... Uh, uh, CNN, if it's still there. No, no, no. CNN will be gone. America will be gone by that time. But in all the other nations, all the news agencies, everybody, you'll be able to look into the heavens and you will see something coming. It will be God and His armies on horseback. Then He, at part E... After, the, after this, at the end of this great time of wrath, then Christ is going to send out His angels. They're going to gather His people.
from every part of the world, even those that didn't go back to Israel. He's going to gather them. So this, this is, and then shortly after that, part F is when Christ gets the sheep and the goats, final justice to the people of the world, those that help God's children go to into the millennial kingdom. They inherit that kingdom physically on the earth. The goats, those who would not help Christ and his brethren, they go to eternal perdition. So this is Matthew 24. This is where we are presently. We are in part A, the time of sorrows and birth pains. The oven, so to speak, is now beginning to warm up to bake the cake. At the time of wrath, the temperature will be 425 degrees. No flesh will be saved at the end of the tribulation. This is the best way I can explain it. It's like gradually the temperature in the oven increases. And the furnace is ignited and begin the heat and the hardships coming upon the world. And the anvil, the anvil is a time where there's great hardship like the earth is not known. We, uh, the Christian people and the people of the world, God is going to protect even those that are not believers. He's going to protect them and keep them from taking the mark of the beast. He's going to somehow shelter them and many of them are going to go into the millennial into the millennial kingdom. The Christian people after the great tribulation is over, you're going to be raised in a resurrection. The people of the world can laugh, mock, disagree, have fun, poke fun at that thought, but Christ's words will come to pass. He will raise from, He will resurrect the born again people to the judgment seat of Christ. The children of Israel in the land of Israel for the, during the tribulation, there's going to be hardship. I've talked about this on Many programs, Isaiah chapter 28. But God is going to protect the elect. I know many people want Israel to be punished. They want Israel to be destroyed. But uh, their desires, they're not going to... Uh, what they want is not going to take place. In Romans chapter 8, Paul makes it very clear. Verse 1. I ask, did God throw out and cast away his people? Paul says, absolutely not. It's never going to be. I am an Israelite from the descendants of Abraham, from the tribe of Benjamin. God has not thrown out or cast away or rejected his people, who he chose long ago. Surely you know, what the scripture says about Elijah 
how he prayed, how he complained to God against the people of Israel. Lord, he said, they've killed your prophets. They've destroyed your altars. I, I am the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me. But God answered and said, Elijah, I have left, kept for myself, 7,000 people or men in Israel who've not bowed the knee. A remnant, a residue. It's the same today. 7,000 people in Israel who have not bowed down, kneeled, or kissed the hand of Baal. It's the same today. There are a few people, a remnant, that God has chosen by His grace. If He chose them by grace, it's not by the things that they have done or, or by their works. If they could be made God's people by what they did, God's gift of grace would not be a gift. So this is what has happened. The people of Israel, they didn't, they did not succeed. They, uh, what they were striving for, looking for, the ones God chose did succeed. The others were made stubborn, refused to listen to God, and were hardened. And it is, as it is written in the scriptures, God gave the people a dull mind, a spirit of stupor, so they could not understand. He closed their eyes so that they could not see, and their ears so they could not hear. This continues to the present, even today as I'm speaking to you. And David continues. God says, let their feasts be a trap and cause their ruin. Let it become a stumbling block and pay them back. Let their eyes be closed so they cannot see. Let their backs be weak from trouble so that they bend over. Verse 11. So I ask, when the Jews fell, did that fall destroy them beyond recovery? No. But their failure brought salvation to the Gentiles in order to make the Jewish people jealous, the Hebrew people jealous. Their failure brought rich blessings on the world and their loss riches for the Gentiles. So surely the world will receive much richer blessing when enough Jews become the kind of people God wants. I'm speaking to you Gentiles. Since I am an apostle of the Gentiles, I will make the most, <clears throat> I will make the most of my ministry. I hope that I could make my own people jealous and in that way help some of them to be saved. Some of them. This is one thing, misunderstanding with the Christian people. Some of the Jewish people would be saved. Some. The others that God protects will go into the millennial kingdom to repopulate in the coming thousand years. Their loss meant, meant that he became friends with us to reconcile the world, it will be like bringing the dead back to life from the dead. Once Israel is restored to their glory in their worship of God and their relationship with God, this will be a great glory to the nations. 
if the first piece of bread is offered to God, then the whole loaf is made holy. If the root of a tree is holy, then the tree's branches are holy also. It is as if some of the branches were from an olive tree have been it is as if some of the branches from the olive tree have been broken off. You Gentiles are like the branch of a wild olive tree that has been joined, grafted into that first tree. Now you share the strength and life. Do not brag or boast that those branches were broken off. If you brag, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. You will say, branches were broken off so that I could be joined to the tree. Is that true? Yes. But those branches were broken off because they did not believe they were unfaithful. And you continue to be part of the tree only because you believe by your faith. Do not be proud or arrogant, but be afraid, be in awe. If God did not spare the natural branches, He will not spare you either. So for the believers in Christ, in all of the lampstands, those who persecute Israel or the Jewish people and have a hatred, an anti-Semitic attitude toward Israel, the Jewish people, you will be broken off. You will be separated from the riches of God in your walk with the Lord, in your relationship with Christ. This is a, this is a warning by Paul. So you see that God is kind and also very strict. He punishes those who stop following Him, but God is kind to you if you continue to follow in and trust Him and His kindness. If you do not, you will also be cut off from that tree. This is called apostasy. Don't think Christians can't be cut off from the life of Christ. If you're apostate, you will be cut off from that life. And the, the uh, hope that you have is false hope. And if the Jews or the Hebrews will believe in God again, He will accept them back. They will be grafted in. God is able to put them back where they were initially. If you Gentiles were cut off from a wild olive tree and contrary to nature, joined to or grafted in a good cultivated olive tree, how much more will these natural branches be joined and grafted back into their own olive tree again? I want you to understand. Do not be ignorant. This is a secret. Brothers and sisters, so you will understand that you do not know everything. Part of Israel has been made stubborn, but that will change when the complete number or appointed number of the Gentiles have come to God, to His kingdom. And that is how, at that time, those that are still living, those who receive Messiah, Israel, will be saved. As it is written in the Scriptures, the Redeemer, the Savior, the Rescuer will come to Jerusalem. He will take away the evil, the godlessness from the family of Jacob. 
And I will make this agreement with those people when I take away their sins. The Jews refuse to accept God's news, so they are God's enemies. This has happened to help you who are not Jews. But the Jews are still God's chosen people, the elect. He loves them very much. They are His beloved because of the promises He made to their ancestors, to the covenants He signed with them. God will never change His mind about the Jewish people in Israel today, the people He calls, and the things He gives them. At one time you refused to believe God, but now you have received mercy because those people refused to obey. And now the Jews refuse to obey, but, I'm sorry, because God showed mercy to you. But this happens so that they also can... Uh, this they, this also happened that they also can receive mercy from Him. But this happens so that they can receive mercy because God showed mercy to you. God has given you all people. You see, God has given all people over to their stubborn ways so that He can show mercy to all. We all receive, we are believers, we who are believers have received mercy. In the same way we receive mercy, God is going to have mercy on the Hebrew people in Israel in this war presently. In this war, in Psalm 83, Amos chapter 1, Zephaniah chapter 2, in 47, I believe it is, of Jeremiah, speaking of all these nations surrounding Israel. There are many Jewish people who are going to die in this battle. God knows their names. The enemies of God, God knows who is going to die in these battles. He says in many of these scriptures that the armies that have come against Israel, these men, are going to die on the battlefield. He says in many of the scriptures that he wants them to come to him. These Muslim people, he wants them to come to him. And God is going to protect many of the women and the children from death in the battle. Not all, but this war is prophesied 3,000 years ago and in many other scriptures 3,000 years ago and earlier 2,800 years ago 2,400 years ago God said that He is going to He He's going to move the women and children out relocate them to, to assimilate in other nations surrounding Israel in Saudi Arabia Egypt in Turkey and on out into the regions of the Islamic world or the Arab the nations of the uh, of the Arab nations he's going to protect them even when Iran comes to destroy Israel in the southern part of Israel there are verses that say that God is going to keep these some of these people alive because he wants them 
to go into the millennial kingdom to begin to flourish as people again with the nation of with the Ammonites, the children of Lot. Some will go into the millennial kingdom. Same with the Ammonites. Same with some of the children of Edom. Some of the Philistines in Lebanon. The Syrians in Syria. Egypt is going to be at war with God. They're going to be punished by harboring the terrorists. A punishment is coming to Egypt. When America invades the Middle East and occupies the Middle East, Egypt's army is going to come against America's forces. And Egypt, it's very clear, is going to be, there's going to be nuclear activity upon the nation of Egypt. For 40 years, they're not going to be able to go back to that land. All the nations that come to attack Israel to destroy the Jewish people will be punished. And Israel, due to its own apostasy, will be punished. The Christian people who won't follow Christ the way they should are going to be punished. And the nations, the hatred of Mankind toward mankind that brings wrath upon mankind internationally, they will also be punished. They will all be punished. God is no respecter of persons. God chastises the Christian people, the Jewish people, and the people in the Gentile nations. They're all punished. There's no escaping the punishment of a righteous God. This is a part of the gospel that many pastors of the land internationally won't present to God's children. Through my life, my lifetime, whenever the Lord needed to correct me, He did. And I thank Him for it. I praise Him for it because it kept me on a narrow path going into a direction that was straight. I didn't deviate. This is what God expects of all of His children, that we live righteously, we be holy, that we don't have any guile in our hearts, that we don't want what others have. We are happy and pleased with the portion that God gives us. We all have different like within the Catholic Church, you have all these stations that you go to to pray. Well, bad example, but we all have a place where God has placed us in life, where God has placed us. We have to be grateful to God that we're alive and that He gives us our daily bread, but many are ungrateful. We can't have an ungrateful heart that's one of the one something that God will not tolerate an ungratefulness of his people toward him he's our god we need to revere him the way we should and as the days go as we go in as the days as as we go into the future 
as we as we move forward in time we are who are going to be blessed must have an attitude where we are grateful that we have this day and is this day we thank God for this day we thank him that he will help us with our troubles this day don't look to tomorrow don't think about what's coming tomorrow you don't know you think tomorrow's going to be a tough tough time you don't know be anxious for nothing sufficient to the day is the evil thereof Satan is in this day the forces of darkness are in this day don't think about tomorrow pray in this day for God's help he's always eager to assist you he desires to assist you he looks forward to performing miracles on your behalf to giving you peace in time of hardship trouble to strengthen you his desire is that you be strengthened that you be godly this is possible because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you if you are born again if you're a nominal Christian no the Holy Spirit is not upon you the goodness of God and the mercy of God will still be directed towards you but you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit within the Prince of Peace living in you we're moving into we're in this time of a coming furnace the whole world is in an oven the whole world is in a furnace the whole world is going to be put on a anvil no one's going to escape the children of the devil the wicked people they're not going to escape either you don't see their sufferings these people are unhappy they are mad they don't have a sound mind they can't see clearly eventually they're so fearful they dig dens like the wolves and the coyotes and the gophers they're going to dig underground cities to hide themselves to protect themselves from a, a world that's gone crazy it's not going to protect them that roof of dirt over their head is going to collapse and they're going to even pray that the rocks fall on them to hide them from the face of God they're not going to escape don't be deceived God punishes fairly and he punishes justly the wicked people of the world that have caused hardship hardship is coming to them those who have blood on their hands from their murders they're going to be punished for eternity those who can't stop from stealing these great these great families of of thieves this isn't like Robin Hood taking from the rich to give to the poor these people are truly Robin Hoods they steal anything that they can see they steal from each other we're done for today podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the olive tree site
Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, Colorado, 80502. May God bless you. May God keep you in your heart. May he establish you. May he be established in your heart. May the Spirit of God be upon you. May the peace of God be upon you in this hard time. Do not be distressed. Do not be anxious for tomorrow. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. In addition to this special energy, Anniversary offer on the My Pillows. You will also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, My Slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in My Pillows history. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-948-8229 and use promo code KHNC to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his My Pillow. That's mypillow.com promo code KHNC or call 800-948-8229. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1206. 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 